And we're live. Oh, we were, we're live. We're live. And Still guess what, late. folks? We are inside this time. We're back in the great indoors. And we might have fixed our intro music. Oh, yes. We might have. We're making some did. improvements. The sound quality here at uh, Third and Plant. Ever improvement. Woo. Ever improving, I mean. Too good. Too good, mate. It's too good. Like You'll proper 12. Yeah, do nothing. Except for improve your sound quality. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But uh, thanks for tuning in. This is episode four. Yeah, we made what? it four episodes in. Four Thanks episodes in. So it's been a wild journey, but just four episodes. It's just ago, getting crazier. It was just a dream. Just two gingers in a in a dream. And now look what we're doing, folks. Still haven't woken up. Haven't woken up from this dream yet. Mm. We're in the matrix up in here. All right. Well, we uh we had a bold well, somebody at this table had a bold uh assessment of what he thought was gonna happen. Last week, and the quote was, yeah. "May I?" Yeah, you go ahead. <coughs> I correct. will go undefeated. I will not get a pick wrong. Dang. Now that I was so close. I don't know about not it. really. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. It was actually it almost. I only could have went zero and four this week. Very. It was a close was so one. Close. Um. So we ended up, Hunter. Why don't you uh tell us where we are at in the in the scoring right now? All right. Well, we um. Going into college football, the Wednesday night game, I had picked Florida. You picked Oklahoma. Yeah. And um, we know how that went, but we'll go over that in a minute. Um, but I didn't get that right. You got it right. I went two for three in the NFL. Almost had it three for three, but uh, the Titans forgot to play football. <laughs> so they didn't beat, get, get anywhere close to beating the Packers. No. But you had a rough NFL I did have stint. a uh, Mike Williams ensured that the Hail Mary didn't win the game for you in the Denver Charger game. Yeah. And um, and also the <laughs> Patriots, that, man. Yeah, I don't know what. I go back and listen to that, and I, I don't know what I was thinking last week. I just, I don't know. Belichick believer. <laughs> I'm a Belichick believer. I really thought, you know, he's, gonna, he's not going to close out the season just terrible. It's a nice division game. He's owned that division for years. Cam's digressing as the weeks go by. COVID really got Cam. Yeah. <laughs> it really it it really, really put a licking on him. He's not as resilient as I, you know, could come back to full strength. Hard to believe that man won an MVP one year. <laughs> Hard to believe it. Well, we won't bring that up. But um, okay. So that brings the uh, – we did tie two, two to four – or two out of four, both of us, two out of four uh, last week. So that brings us – to uh, Daniel has 16 points. I have 15. He still takes the lead. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah. But, but there's, uh, there's room for The lead's never reason. safe around here. Never safe. Going never for safe. him every week. Ne- yeah. Well, I think what happened to me was a couple of things. Number one, I obviously misjudged the Buffalo Bills' <laughs> ability to beat a subpar NFL team. And, you know, that's... That's a bad. That's a bad pick. In Heinz, that's yeah. a bad pick. They were um, on fire, man. They had a touchdown party. Yeah, there was a point in the game where I believe New England was up three to nothing <laughs> after the first drive. Good. So I was feeling good about that. Yeah. And then yeah, I kind of went downhill after that. And then as far as the the Denver Los Angeles game goes, I mean, it's my fault really for <laughs> trusting in Drew Locke. It's my fault. Yeah. And he uh, can dance, but he can't win clutch games. Wow. Not right. Not yet. Yeah, he's not there yet. Still seeing ghosts, I guess. I mean, I don't know. He's just, it's just not there. Can quote Young Jeezy song word for word, but I can't don't throw ask him if they'll, uh, 
touchdown pass. Yeah. It was like another a certain uh, Denver quarterback that used to be out there. That's what he looked like. Won't name names. Brock Osweiler? Oh, no. <laughs> I was thinking more Tim Tebow, but okay. Dang. <laughs> um, Lynch, take your pick. Oh, yeah. They've had a string of good quarterbacks. <laughs> an, an old Peyton Manning. They had that. They had that going yeah, that for him. That was the highlight. Yeah, well, I uh, had a little too much faith in Denver Broncos. Um, not sure why. I can't I can't pinpoint it. Yeah, I had too much faith in the Titans, apparently. Yeah, so he had a lot of – yeah, going into Lambeau I and beating they were Green gonna, Bay. It was a snowy game, and I thought that was going to, you know, you know, help that they had the run game yeah. advantage. But, but see, you didn't factor in what you factored in with the Chicago Bears a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, cold Green Bay's a cold-weather team. Cold-weather football. It, <laughs> it takes its toll on some teams, and some teams thrive, and – Nashville's hey not Rod, cold. He's coming for that MVP. Ooh, yeah. So uh, he looks Stay tuned because next week we're gonna we're gonna talk about who we think is gonna win the MVP. A little, a little foreshadow. A little foreshadow. Preview, preview after week seventeen wraps up. But yeah, NFL week sixteen definitely went to you, Hunter. I uh, I made some, I made some questionable, some questionable I, picks. I could have easily went. Uh, the Steelers almost. They had to come back from yeah. a big old deficit to win that game. Yeah. Definitely. It, for a while there, I thought I was going to go 0-3 in the NFL. And then, yeah, but I managed to uh, pull it out with the Dolphins. Oh, the Dolphins kicked the game-winning field goal, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Fitz Magic. So, yes. yeah, th- I could have very easily went 0-3 yeah. and then 0-4 in the week. And that, yeah, on the week I said I was going to go <laughs> undefeated. <laughs> that so. would have been embarrassing. But did you see uh, Fitzpatrick's got the Rona? They said came out dancing. He's got the Rona. Who doesn't have the Rona these days? Not us. Not, Not us. us. We're immune. There we, go. we got the antibodies now. Come at us, Rona. Where you at? Don't don't tell us. <laughs> don't. I'm still trying to lay low. Okay. Okay. You can fight it again. You want me to fight it? No, I'm not going to fight it. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so week 16 was a little rough for me. It was pretty all right for you. But that leads us to uh, another game outside of the NFL spectrum. Yeah. There was a man at this table that last week... First of all, as a Georgia fan, I just want to say to all you Oklahoma Sooner fans that are listening, to all you, I mean, just thank you. There you thank go. you. Because uh, I loved it. You know, I loved it. I picked it up around the second half. From the dog's mouth. From the dog's mouth. I loved it because, uh, God, I hate Florida. I really do. And anytime anybody beats them, it's a good day for me. It's a good day for me. And they were feeling cocky because they, they beat the Georgia Bulldogs. You know, I mean, Georgia was lacking a lot of players, but I'm not going to go there. That was a long time ago. Long time ago. Not going to go there. Not salty about it. <laughs> no salt. Also, we it. were, you know, trotting out, no sodium. trotting out the mailman at quarterback still, and so it just wasn't a good time to be a, to be a Georgia the fan. Mailman. <laughs> the mailman, Stinson Bennett, the fourth. He had his uh, hat on under the helmet. Yeah, he, he was. He's yeah. He had to run his route after <laughs> after the game. Um, but yeah, it was really nice to see Florida get. Get a can Man. of Will Bay on him. Three interceptions from Trask. Yeah, and the first one was like, looks like something I would probably throw. Another uh, example of why the Heisman Trophy needs to be voted on after the yeah. playoffs and if, all this all this madness goes on. I don't, I'm not saying he's going to win it, but I'm sure he was really, really glad that the voting was already yeah. in. But I think what it did show is uh, they're a totally different team without Kyle Pitts playing. Oh, yeah. Totally different team. Because they can't yeah, move the dang- ball. He's dangerous. But, um, I'm interested to see how he does in the NFL. Weapon. Yeah. 
because they they have him listed as a tight end, but he really he reminds me like a Calvin Johnson, like he's just a really tall kind of lanky big receiver. So yeah, matchup problem on the way. Yeah, for, for that guy. Yeah, if they line him up as a tight end. It'll be a matchup problem. Yeah, tight end or receiver, you can put him anywhere. It's, this is gonna be a matchup problem in the NFL. Hopefully, he goes to a good situation. Gets a good chance to shine. He'll yeah. be an early round pick. Should be. Oh yeah, he'll I've be. Seen him. Should be first round. Pretty high. Yeah, actually. Yeah, he'll be first round for sure. But I mean, let's not all, let's not give all the credit to Florida's lacking. Oklahoma looked yeah, good. They did. Oklahoma looked good. I think the thing that surprised me the most about Oklahoma is how good their defense progressed as the year went. Because like at the beginning of the season, it's like, uh oh, here's another Oklahoma defense that's going to allow anybody to score a touchdown. But they, they put the clamps on the past couple yeah. of weeks. Mm-hmm. It was impressive to watch. They definitely put the pressure on uh, Florida and yeah, Trask made him look average. Yeah, and that was hard to do yeah. this season. Because, I mean, Florida's got playmakers outside of Kyle Pitts, no doubt. But Oklahoma, they, they came to play. It, it got close there. It kind of scared me a little bit. I think it was like 17 to 13 at one point in the second quarter. Yeah. And I was like, uh-oh. Because it looked like Florida was gaining a little momentum. But then the second half came, and Oklahoma just said, nah, y'all good. We good. We done here. I mean, I w- yeah, Florida missed – their special teams was off, too. They, they missed yeah. a few momentum shifting field goals. And then uh, I thought another mistake – you know, Trask had already thrown three interceptions, and they had this the sec the cat Emory Jones. Emory Jones, yeah, he the running there and uh, he's ran him right down the field for a touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> I hit my hand on the injury. table. <laughs> injury mid podcast first, first podcast injury. <sighs> uh, man, I'm gonna be out we'll four to six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought um, that he looked really good, and it seemed like the momentum was maybe shifting that they were controlling the drive, and they just. They went right back to Trask, and the offense stagnated yet again. Uh, well, you know, all I can say is Florida's back. There you go. Florida's back. So, chop, they, chop. Uh, they allowed 17 points in the first quarter, 14 in the second, 10, and then 14 in the fourth. So, yep. spread that, that out. Defense, get a good 55 going. So, good defense. Solid, yeah. solid Florida defense. You love to see it. Well, uh, that leads us to, you know, this week. Cause we got some big Ooh, old games, this is a big big week, big exciting huge week huge week for huge. football fans and yeah, especially college football fans. Yeah, I mean like if you like you Canadian football, I don't really know what's <laughs> going on, but yeah, key if us in if you're a Canadian <laughs> yeah. football fan, let us know. Let us know. We might we'll do some picks for you if you reach out. Yeah, reach out on Twitter, Facebook. I, I don't know. Like I My guess space. I guess Toronto's got a team. I'm gonna go with Toronto's team to win the whole thing. I don't know <laughs> who they have. I'm gonna go. Rumor has it they're gonna get Chad Ojosinko, baby. <laughs> I forget. There's another. Yeah, I'm gonna go with not them. The field. The field. You, you, pick <laughs> you take the field. I'll take the field. All right. I think all there's right. a team called the Rough Riders. I'm gonna Ooh. go with them. That's a, that's a dog. Of I a didn't name. hear. I didn't know about them. That's not fair. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got some New Year's uh, yeah. six bowls. The old slate of New Year's, and some so, of them are actually gonna be played on uh, not New Year's, which is odd, but still, that's cool. Right. They're just still cool. Yeah. So yeah, so we'll uh, we'll go in order tomorrow, or if you're listening to us tomorrow, it'll be Friday. It'll be New Year's Day, and the beautiful bowls kick off with the beautiful team. That's right, the num not this team, the next team. I'm gonna say the number eight <laughs> ranked Cincinnati Bearcats, undefeated, something to prove. Feel like they got a little disrespected in the yeah. college football playoffs, so they got they got a chance to prove it against who? Who is it? Who is it? 
Why don't you tell us? I'll tell you who it is. The ninth ranked Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. Hunter, who's going to win this game? What's the score? What's the headline going to be after? Oh, I'll just I'll key in here for first for us. All right. So, um, yeah, Cincinnati looks like uh, – sitting at eight, man, they weren't even really considered for that spot, it seems. No, so disrespected. You know they're going to be hungry, and I, I've read up a little bit, and yeah. That's what I've I've gathered is they're angry. Mm-hmm. So, regardless of the you know, I'll give us the final score, but it's gonna be a I think it's gonna be a tough game. Ooh, okay. And I've, I've seen Georgia is uh, battling a little bit of COVID issues. Yeah. And some people declaring for the draft. Yep. Like normal. Yeah. It's a normal yep, yep, thing yep. if you're not in one of the big final four, you know, or final playoff games. So for sure, that's gonna be a battle in in and of itself, but. Uh, I think the talent on the Georgia Bulldogs oh. squad should prevail. Okay. I like I think it's gonna be a tough battle, like I said, back and forth maybe for a little while, but give it I'm gonna give the dogs to win this game twenty seven to sixteen pretty easily in the end. Okay. All right. I uh what do you think? I'm gonna take my un I'm gonna take my biased hat off. I'm not really wearing a Georgia hat, but I'm gonna take it off for now. Just be objective about this. I do think Cincinnati's going to come in with a lot to prove. Yeah. And I think as far as the motivation factor goes, it's definitely in Cincinnati over Georgia. I think Cincinnati feels like they have a lot to prove. I think Georgia's – I'm not saying they don't want to be there because this year's a little different. Like two years ago, Georgia was in the Sugar Bowl and they played Texas, but they didn't want to be there at all because they felt like they should have been in the four and then they weren't. Sure. And they're just like, all right, whatever, we're here. And then Texas got a good lead, and Georgia tried to come back at the end, but it wasn't enough. Then they kind of learned their lesson, I think, from that. And last year they played Baylor. Had a lot of players out for declaring for the draft. Kind of the same thing going on this year. A lot of key players on defense, especially. And they, they found a way to win the game. And that was a that was a good game. Found a way to win that one. Baylor was a good team last year. So here's what I think is going to happen. You're asking me. What's I think I think in the first half, Cincinnati's going to be able to uh, put up some points. I think they're going to keep up with Georgia. Georgia's got a, a few key players that won't be playing on defense, but a lot of young, a lot of young talent. Okay. Georgia's been in the top three recruiting classes for the past, I don't know, four or five seasons. So you don't keep stacking those up for no reason. So, and also with JT Daniels, that Slinging offense it. is completely different. Completely different. We've I mean, been calling for it for a oh, while. Yeah. Yeah. They've been averaging from the up at 30, 40 points a game with this man at, as a quarterback. It's complete, It's it's like a whole different team the second half of the season when he started playing. So I think that's going to come into to play. Look for George Pickens to have a good game because ever since JT Daniels has been the quarterback, George Pickens has been unstoppable, unstoppable. So I think that's going to come in to play at the end. I like Georgia to win this game. I think it's going to be a pretty good one. I'm going to go Georgia 35, Cincinnati 24. There you go. So that's uh, gonna be. It should be a pretty good game to watch, though. But yeah. you know, who would have thought the the mailman would have been a, not a good as not as good of a facilitator, right? As you know, just a normal, just a normal, normal you know, man, highly recruited quarterback. Who thought the mailman would have had that. I had the, the I had the mailman the in my top down. top five Heisman going into this that's week. Sad. <laughs> Don't tell nobody that. Uh, <laughs> all right, next in the game. order, that game will probably end around three. I don't know, maybe three thirty, and then at four o'clock. We've got the first of the playoff games. We've got the Rose Bowl. It's not going to be played in California, but it's still going to call it the Rose Bowl. The number four, somehow, ranked Notre Dame Fighting Irish will take on the number one ranked Alabama Crimson Tide. 
Mm. Hunter, who wins this game? I think we both know who wins this game. <laughs> this game might be over at 4.30. It starts <laughs> at 4. Yeah, you don't think you have to watch. But um, just in case you do want to watch the you know, potential beatdown. Or, you know, I, I'm hoping it's a good game. But I think I'm I'm reading between the lines a little bit. And I think it's going to be. <laughs> they're, they're just outmatched. And yeah. You know, they're going to. Alabama's just. If they play even, you know, average, I feel like they're just going to blow them out. So look for it to be not even close, but I'm going to give Notre Dame some trash touchdowns. They like to <laughs> – they're good at uh, scoring. Put it up when they're in the prevent with their third Trying to make defense. it look better than it actually was. So Right. But um, that offense is rolling, man. Mac Jones and Devonta Smith on bed on fire. Najee Harris is uh, second best back in – College football right now, only behind <laughs> Travis Etienne. Yeah, that's saying a lot. Um, I'm I'm gonna say Alabama scores half a hundred, fifty two points. Um, and like I said, a few trash touchdowns. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna give them twenty eight total points. So fifty two, twenty eight. What do you think about this game? Does Notre Dame even have a a fighter's chance, a puncher's chance in this one? Uh, I'm only going to watch it because it is a college football playoff game, but no, I, I don't, this is going to be boring. I think it's just going to be, might get a good nap in. Yeah. I might get a good nap and prepare yourself for the later game that night. I think, um, I don't know. I just, I mean, it's like Notre Dame is not going to be nearly explosive enough on offense. Alabama's defense like sucked the first three or four weeks and then they found out a way to play. Of course it started with the Georgia game. Again, when you have Stinson Bennett throwing, <laughs> when you, that's the quarterback you're going up against. That's a good way to get your defense to kick back in the gear. Um, but, yeah, after that game, they've their defense has been pretty, pretty good, except against Florida. But Florida has a really good offense. Notre Dame does not have nearly as good of an offense as Florida does. So, yeah, I don't see how Notre Dame is going to be able to keep up with Alabama's offense. I think every time Alabama's touch the field in the first half, they're going to score. I don't think there's going to be any punts for Alabama in the first half. I think it's just going to be – they're not going to be third and punt. They're going to be <laughs> no. They're going to be maybe first down and a touchdown every time. Because um, it's pick your poison. You know, who who you want to have a good game. So, you know. I'm hoping for a, you know, a bit of an anomaly, like, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, Brian Kelly comes out with a fake, you know, fake punter. Yeah. You know, onside kick in the first, on off the opening kickoff, something like that. Um, and just doesn't er- like some early momentum goes swings the way in Notre Dame because I'd like to see Alabama in a fourth quarter game this year. Yeah, but this ain't gonna be the one. No, <laughs> this ain't I, gonna be the I one. I would like it, but uh, yeah, I just maybe don't the see national it. championship. I don't see be. what they have. They don't, um, nah. Yeah, I'm going Alabama. You ready for this? Yeah. What's the score? What you said like 55 to 20 something. 52, 28, 58. Perfect. And those are mostly trash points. I would yeah. say I'm going to go Alabama 42 to Notre Dame's 10. I think it's going to be oogly, oogly, oogly. If you're a Notre Dame fan, I would not watch. Maybe, maybe uh, I don't know, get in some of your favorite show. Maybe you're Let's a little behind. To, uh, we're going to try to work on getting that. Uh, Notre Dame fan that <laughs> reacted to the yeah to we're the we're trying to find out who that <laughs> one Notre Dame person is that said they deserve <laughs> to be in that fourth spot yeah so yeah somebody on our Instagram if you're listening you said that Notre Dame deserved it I'm gonna tell you I would just go ahead and watch a nice show from like four <laughs> to seven maybe a good movie I don't know check a movie <laughs> out 
The new Wonder Woman movie's out. That that might be one worth peeking into. Action packed. Action. It's gonna be a little bit more action packed. Uh, than <laughs> it's gonna keep you on the edge of your seat yeah. more than this game will. So, yeah. Well, and then to cap that night off, obviously there's other games, but we don't care about the other games. To cap the night off, right. the big, the other big one, the other playoff game, the Sugar Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, yeah. number three ranked, six game play in Ohio State Buckeyes will take <laughs> on the second ranked. Clemson Tigers, your boys, your boys from Clemson. It's Clemson. Clemson. What you just Clemson. said. No, it's I don't not know that. What you're saying. For those of you who may be listening and you're not from this area, it is like a plague to hear people say this football team on ESPN. Clemson. I love the Clemson Tigers. Clemson the Clemp. The Clemson, Clemson Tigers. Clemson. There's no P. I don't see a P in it. I don't no. see an N after the, no the M. There's no C. It's, come on, guys. Yeah. You, you gotta you shape up. That's that's all you can say with these people is to shape up. It's gonna be a a, a big matchup. Yeah. What time does it start? Eight, I think 8 it's yeah, it's a late game. Eight PM. Yeah, eight. Man. I'm gonna be uh excited all day long, you know, ready. Yeah. It's gonna be a slow slow day until kickoff, but um Yeah. We'll be ready, man. I'm I'm excited to see us show up and show out like we always do. This is a championship phase. Right of the Tiger season, who we like to take home trophies in this uh, okay. time of the year. Okay, and uh, but I want to hear what you have to say. You want me to go first yeah, before wanna, you before you make your pick? Yeah, I want to see what you have to say about this. Uh, I've been going back and forth on this because I see I I can it's like I wanted to pull the trigger and say Ohio State doesn't have a chance in this one. I wanted to, but I went back. Watch the highlights from last year's game. Very, very good game. Mm-hmm. And what I was going into is like, well, they don't have somebody on the defense like that Chase Young last year. But if you go back and watch the game, Clemson did a pretty, pretty good job of neutralizing Chase Young. He didn't really mean make that much of a difference. Sure. So that's not really a factor going into this year, I don't think. I think Ohio State, I think they're going to be able to, I don't want to say – contain Clemson's offense in the first half, but I think it's going to be a close game, similar to what it was last year. They might even get to a little bit of a lead like they did last year. I don't know. I don't think their offense is as good as it was last year. Justin Fields has been kind of sketchy in a couple of games, big games this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think he's going to show up, though, because he is a really good quarterback, and the really good quarterbacks shine when they need to. Like He did, he shined last year. He just made a – he tried to win a game in one play and made a maybe an ill-advised throw at the end. But yeah. I like for I like to pick when when it seems like here's my philosophy when it seems like drop a, these teams because you can't line. argue like talent wise these teams are very close because they're both great at recruiting getting five stars four star players to come play at their universities so mm-hmm. it's not like talent discrepancy is a big thing here like with Alabama and Notre Dame there's a talent discrepancy there I think yeah um, maybe with Georgia and Cincinnati. Talent discrepancy. I don't think that that's going to be as big of a gap with Ohio State and Clemson. I think these are two programs that have been building championship squads for the past four or five years. Yeah. One of them's just been able to find a way to get over the hump. The other one, not so much. But they're getting closer and closer, it seems like. But I think when it comes down to talent discrepancy, it comes down to the most important position in the game of football, and that's the quarterback. And I have to go with who the better quarterback is. general. yeah, and I have to go with Trevor Lawrence. I don't. I just. I don't see the man's lost Fair what t- one game in his college career to yeah. an absolutely stacked 
LSU team last year. Yeah. Um, and he didn't play in the first Notre Dame game, or he would have won that. Notre Dame wouldn't have been in these playoffs. But anyways. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty apparent by now. But I think it'll be a very, very good game. This is going to be the game of the day, in my opinion. I think it's going to be a close one because because of all the talent on both sides of the football for both of these teams. I like Clemson to pull away, not really pull away, not like a big big time win towards the end. But I would say probably something like Clemson wins twenty eight to twenty. I think uh, I think they they pull ahead in the end and they just kind of keep that lead okay. and sustain it. And uh, I don't think Ohio State's going to be able to to rally at the end. So yeah, similar similar to last year, I think another good game, but Clemson pulls it out in the end. Yeah, and last year we had a tough time with the uh, turnover turnover battle, and that almost cost us. And a lot of Ohio State fans yeah. are chime, would chime in and say that should have cost us, and that they w- they actually won. You know, you know, but that's diff- that was last year, and um, like you said, a lot of different pieces have came and went uh, from the teams. No Chase Young, you know, but we also lost. I think five, four or five of our, I think four of five, four of five of our starting offensive linemen. So, right, it's like a whole new. It's there's a lot of uh, Clemson has a lot of depth, you know, functional depth, and I know Ohio, Ohio State's talented. They recruit well, like you said. So, I think it's going to be an exciting matchup. There's a lot to the matchups are going to be fun, but you know the wide receiver core. I think for Ohio State might be the the difference in keeping this close and not because, uh, you know, Justin Fields is really good, yeah, but, um, you know, he's got he's going to put it where it needs to be, but, the, you know, the wide receivers got to make the catches and they're going to be – the secondary is pretty good this year for Clemson and we're going to be playing them pretty tough, tight, and the pressure is going to – we're going to be sending some blitzes, so he's going to have to get them off quick. And some of those throws might not be, you know, perfect – but the and the wide wide receiver is gonna have to make plays one on one. So, I think it's whoever makes more of those one on one plays, and um, we got some fun matchups to watch. You know, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave for Ohio State, some good wide receivers against you know Darian Kendrick, and we got uh, Andrew Booth. I mean, it's gonna be some future NFL they're gonna be all be playing on Sundays and we get to watch it a little bit sooner but right you know yeah to bring Trevor Lawrence man he's you know people like to snub him but you know he's the best best player in college football no so yeah that's true but you know and he's a perk up because we're about the to get the ultimate X factor yeah for sure he doesn't make many mistakes you know and uh, if he does he Maybe with his hair choices. <laughs> That's <laughs> that debatable. Might, might be a mistake. He might get a sponsorship from it. So Maybe. Head and shoulders. Know. Probably going to reach out to him. Troy Palmolo is getting <laughs> pretty old. Like, Yeah, he might be the next spokesperson for head and shoulders. Patrick Mahomes and Trevor Lawrence in the commercials. Look for that. Two different hairstyles. You got the long, you got the yeah. fro. It's all there. They're going to come out with a, a long and shiny product or something. <laughs> you know, Long and shiny. So what but you got uh, for a score? You know, first half, I agree that it might be a little back and forth um, because Justin Fields is uber talented. And those wide receivers, and everywhere, they've got four or five stars. So 
you know, they're going to keep it close for a while, but I do think we pull away at the end. Travis Etienne, look for him to get the ball multiple ways out of the backfield or out in the passing game. So look for him to get in the end zone about twice. Ooh, okay. Maybe three times. He could, he could have a uh, an explosion of a game on these. Ooh. He might have a Trey Sermon game. Yeah, I was about to say, Trey Sermon. Against the Buckeyes here. Because yeah. It's be, I'm interest, interested to see how that uh, running back snap, get, if they split that the snaps up there with uh, Master Teague and Trey Sermon after Trey Sermon had the 300-yard yeah. game. He's the hot hand, obviously, mm-hmm. but the other dude's coming back. So yeah. it's be interesting to see if they just ride out right with the hot hand and see how that goes or if they try to you know do a little bit of a double look, running back by committee, and try to give us a little something extra to right. try to defend. But... I'm going to say Clemson wins in the end, 34-19. Ooh, um, okay. Just too much firepower. Trevor Lawrence and the boys. It's going to be like a fun it. game to watch. Not as much controversy this year around. All Sorry, right. Ohio State fans. Ooh. It's going to be a little bit more decisive this Ooh. year. Ooh. He's, uh, he's already Go Tigers. Go. <laughs> he's already already calling y'all out. We're going to we'll, uh, we'll run through these next two a little quicker because no offense to the – To yes to bowl. Yeah. Fiesta Bowl and Orange Bowl, but I feel like, I don't know, the playoffs mean a little bit more. And, of course, I have a Georgia bias, so the first game matters a lot. But anyways, <laughs> um, but we got some more stuff to get to, and we're trying to we're trying to keep you on, on time here, folks. So, uh, Hunter, real quick, give me your Oregon Ducks and Iowa State Cyclones in the Fiesta Bowl. Who wins? What's your score? This is the one I'm actually, out of all the games, this one I think is going to be the closest, oh. score-wise. Okay, well, so what is it? I'm going to say Iowa State. Pulls out a one-point victory, 24-23. Oregon's, uh, you know, they're on a hot streak. Yeah. And I think they're they're in the programs in the right direction. But um, Iowa State's coming off a loss, I believe, so they're pretty angry. I think they're going to try to get a win nice. this week and make a statement. I'm going to key this in one sentence. I don't trust Pac-12 teams. Give me Iowa State over the go. Oregon Ducks. Score. 31-28. All right, we're going to go to the – Yeah, I think it'll be a good one. I think we're going to go to the Orange Bowl, the last one we're going to call this week for I college football. I always love watching the Orange Bowl. It's always a good one. SEC versus ACC is always going to be a fun yep. uh, bowl matchup. For those of you that don't live in the South, this is a constant argument between the conferences. Who's got the better conference? And this game always puts them up. This always matters. Puts them up against each other. So, representing the SEC is the fifth-ranked Texas A&M Aggies, and representing the ACC this year is the 13th-ranked North Carolina Tar Heels. Tar Heels. Who wins, Hunter? What's the score? You know, I'm I'm a little optimistic that we get a lot of good games, but, you know, the bowl games don't tend to be as close normally, but I'm just wishful thinking that we get a lot of close games. I think this one's going to be – Another one of those back and forth. Um, a lot of high-powered high, uh, offenses going into this one. You know, Kellen Mond and um, Sam Howell both leading the way on their teams. And they can both put up points in a hurry. You know, Tar Heels, they uh, look good against Miami, like I said they would. Right. Riding high off uh, a strong finish in the year, but – A&M's feeling disrespected, so I know they want to make a statement. That's why I think it's going to be back and forth the whole way. But uh, 
I like the ACC. You know, I always hope the ACC prevails. So all right, I'm I'm gonna give the ACC the victory in this one. Give me UNC to win 33-31. Okay, all right. I I to no surprise, we'll go with the <laughs> SEC. <laughs> Not surprised. We'll go with the SEC. I think Texas A&M's coming into this game pissed off that they didn't get that four seed over Notre Dame, and I think they've got something to prove. North Carolina, to me, is a good but not great football team. They seem a little hit or miss. Uh, they have some good games, um, but they also kind of – I mean, I, I see what you're saying about Miami, but no disrespect if there's any Miami fans out there. When the when the lights are bright, the Hurricanes are not. <laughs> not on point. Oh, man. So, um, I, I like Texan to win this game in a shootout. I think it's going to be a nice old-fashioned shootout. Points lighting up the scoreboard. I'm going Texas A&M 45, North Carolina 38. Okay. I like that. That's a lot of scoring. Yeah. All right. So we're going to move on to the Heisman picks. So Because between this show and next week's show, we should have a Heisman winner. So we're going to give you our – the four finalists ended up being Devontae Smith, Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, and Kyle Trask. Yes. So – Elite group of guys. We are going to good men. run through our four. Run through our four. And uh, we'll see what we can do here. We'll, you want to do like one and one? and then we'll, Actually, you know what we'll do? Let's do it four and four and go up. Yeah. All right? Yeah, I think that's So uh, we'll try to keep it succinct so we can get to our next te- next uh, segment here. Um, and keep it under an hour for you guys because we have a fun way to end tonight. Oh, yeah. Fun yeah. way to end. Fun little segment to end tonight. So... We're gonna uh, we're gonna go through this, and we'll tell you what we think is gonna happen with the Heisman. Yeah. So who's your four, Hunter? I I alluded to it a little bit earlier, but my boy, that he gets disrespected, but and I it blows my mind that he's gonna everybody knows he's, go, he's going number one overall, but they still don't want to give him the Heisman. I'm gonna have to. I'm, I think that the voters are not. They're gonna disrespect him because they they voted too early. They didn't get to see Kyle Trask throw three interceptions and <laughs> in right. Bowl game, um, and it's Alabama. It's two Alabama players, so I mean the bias is real. The bias Let's just is face strong it. with this one. Trevor's gonna finish fourth in the voting. Unfortunately, as much as I hate to say it, okay, he's gonna finish fourth. So who do you got? Because I actually, I'm sorry, so, but uh, he, yeah, he's just not gonna get the respect he needs, man. They're just gonna hate on the fact that he missed those two games. That's all, that's all I'll say. I'll, I'll let you go ahead. I just want to make one quick point before I tell you this. I found this kind of crazy. And now I know with COVID, there's been some games that haven't been played, so it's been a little shorter of a season. But I, I just want to put in perspective on what we saw last year. I'm not a Joe Burrow homer or anything like this, but I just want to put yeah. in perspective of how ridiculous that man's season was last year. Let's hear it. When we talk about these quarterback stats, the top three quarterbacks in the voting right now Kyle Trask, Mac Jones, and Trevor Lawrence. Okay, the highest number as far as yards was Kyle Trask with 4,283. 43 touchdowns, eight picks. That's Kyle Trask. That's a pretty good yeah. good season. And he played yeah. a fair amount of games. Joe Burrow, this man, he played 15 games. Not And Kyle Trask wasn't that, but wasn't even on pace to meet this. 5,671 yards, 60 touchdowns, and wow. six picks. We are in yeah, now. I know crazy. it's COVID too. I'm going to say that, but this is a. I feel like a Heisman slump a little bit. Like we we hit a peak last year because yeah. that was one of the greatest college football seasons ever, and then this one was, was because of COVID. Hard like, to top it. Yeah, 
But uh, I just wanted to throw that out there. I'm not again. I'm not like a Joe Burrow homer because he destroyed my Georgia Bulldogs, and I had to watch the whole game, and it hurt. But anyways, I just wanted to throw that out there because I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I, my four is also Trevor Lawrence, and I think he got kind of unfortunately he got. I'm not. I'm not a Clemson fan, so I don't buy into the whole. There's Clemson bias against the Heisman. I know that's a thing because because a couple or several years ago, Deshaun Watson versus Lamar Jackson, they gave it to Lamar, and then also Deshaun Watson versus Derrick Henry. They gave it to Derrick Henry. I thought he deserved the one over Derrick Henry. I wasn't again. I wasn't on the he should have beat Lamar because Lamar had like a video game year that year. But anyways, I do think what killed Trevor Lawrence's chances this year was missing two games no, through no fault of his own, obviously. But with the COVID thing, that really cut into his his time because if you look at his statistics, and unfortunately the Heisman is statistic driven. Um, That's all it is. He is almost a thousand yards less than Mac Jones. Um, and he's ten touchdowns less than Mac Jones, and almost twenty. And he's twenty-one touchdowns less than Kyle Trask. Um, so I don't see him being able to pull it out because it is statistic. Now, if you ask me who the best college football player is, I don't think it's really a debate. It is Trevor Lawrence. But unfortunately, that that's passing touchdowns or rushing touchdowns. No, I'm just talking about passing touchdowns. This is not rushing. Trevor got a lot this year. He yeah, got like he got a fair t- amount. Got I think like amount. ten or so, right? Yeah, he he got a fair amount. Um, but I was just looking. At, I mean, yeah, I'm sure if you factor, this might be closer with Mac Jones, but. Um, I got Trevor at four, but mainly because he missed two games and also because he didn't yeah. have to play. With the games he did play, he didn't even play but like two quarters. So hard to win that award if you're not putting we were up not ridiculous going, statistics. We, yeah, we don't uh, – us here at Clemson. I'm speak for the, the, the Clemson program. <laughs> the we, don't, department. we don't try to win uh, Heisman. We try to win titles. So. All right, fair enough. You know, fair we, enough. We, we weren't trying to go into the season trying to get a Heisman. It was going to be icing on the cake. And like you said, you mentioned it. You, I didn't even have to bring it up. You know, we we should have won. We should have two of these bad boys, and they just love to eh, maybe one love to hate. No, <laughs> maybe one. This is the second one. We sh- he's the best player in the country. Oh, 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 oh! You're saying one of one of the Deshaun's or one of these? Okay, okay. I'm yeah, sorry. I, I thought you're saying Deshaun should have won both of those. Just listen up. Actually, sorry, 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 sorry. Listen next. Open your ears, yeah. Daniel. Well, we're back inside. Can't you hear me, dude? <laughs> I can hear I you. Sh- I can hear you. All right. Who's your uh, Who's your three? Um. You know, because the uh, Alabama so Al- Alabama bias is so heavy. Okay, I I think this dude is gonna suffer from that, even uh, okay. though he had a great year. Yeah, if it if it's gonna be a quarterback that wins it, he was his stats were the second best out of the quarterbacks. Yeah, in the in question. So okay, and if the, <laughs> he's a good thing that the that they voted vote ending uh, ended a few days ago because uh. He would have been fourth, I'm sure. Okay. But this is Kyle Trask, of course. Okay. Um. Yeah. Early voting saved him. All right. I don't. I think if they could have seen uh the the game a few days ago, he might not even be in, be in the top four. I uh, yeah. He was. It was pretty bad. No. No lie there. Do you you have him at three or? I actually don't. I I am hoping. Or I I do think there might be a little Alabama bias, maybe a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm hoping they look at the body of work, and I'm hoping they look at just the sheer number of players that Alabama has versus Florida. Florida has two really good playmakers, but Alabama's got a lot of playmakers. And I hope that they take in consideration the Heisman's supposed to be the best player on the field. And uh, I think that three will be Mac Jones um, because – I'll go ahead and say my twos and then go over to you to do your yeah. two. I've got Kyle Trask at two. 
um, and Matt Jones at three. Because if you look at their statistics, Kyle Trask has 4,283 passing yards to Matt Jones' 3,739. So in the yards department, Kyle Trask has got it. Uh, Touchdown-wise, Kyle Trask had 43 to Matt Jones' 32. Oh, yeah. So again, Kyle, yeah. Kyle Trask in that department. But here's the one department Kyle Trask did do worse in, and you yeah. saw last night. In he had sentence. eight picks to Matt Jones' four. So that might come into play, but I don't think so. I think Kyle Trask had a better season statistically, and statistics do drive that Heisman Award. So I'm going to go Kyle Trask at my two and Mac Jones at my three. Who do you, I, I'm assuming you put Mac at your two, right? Well, oh just, no. just I want Devonta Smith to win it. I wish okay. he would, but I, I don't think these whoever these voters are. I want them. I, I think there's a list out there, and it throws them start writing. I want. I'm going to get that list and write letters. Okay. Because uh, this year's going to be all uh, just all screwed up. Yeah. Um, it's going to go to Mac Jones, the Heisman. The Heisman's going to Mac Jones. So you got Devontae Smith at two? At two, because wow. the way I think they're going to – they're going to the voters are going to see this is who who uh, who threw the ball to Devontae Smith yeah. all those times that he got in the end zone. Uh, it was Mac Jones. I mean, I was wrong about the uh, stats. Um, Kyle Trask, you know, put up better numbers, but um, also more inter- interceptions and – uh, you know, I I do think the Alabama bias isn't a legitimate thing going into this. They love, they love giving them boys and crimson <laughs> trophies, man. Uh, they just look. You can you can hear the, looks, the hatred from the Clemson. I'm just fans. tired of it. I'm, it's, <laughs> there's a little bit of fatigue going into that, but um, I think it, it's a mainly it's a quarterback award, which I'm true. surprised that, and I. It, like well, you know, COVID took it away from us. But yeah, if it's a quarterback award, the best quarterback should win, and that should be Trevor. So, a little Ooh. bit of a discrepancy going in. But uh, it's a quarterback award, but it's also a statistical award yeah. more than anything. I think yeah. the way that they voted, and Mac Jones, he had good statistics. You know, less inter- less interceptions, so less mistakes. Yeah, and um, they are undefeated, so I think they're gonna give it to him and. We'll see if he, if he is a dud in the in the league, but I think he could just be a one-hit wonder here. This could be his, his big season, and we'll see. His He's probably gonna have shine. to get into a good situation to make it work. But Devonta Smith should be the Heisman winner if we're if we're being honest here. He's the best, most outstanding player. Right. But this is our prediction, so you think you're saying anything? I'm Mac. saying Mac Jones uh, takes it home because it's a quarterback award, and there's okay. an Alabama bias. Devonta Smith second, Kyle Trask third. Trevor Lawrence fourth. That's All how right. I ran my list out. I've got Devontae Smith winning it. First first wide receiver to win it since old Desmond, Desmond Howard. Howard. I, I need to see that. Yeah. Uh, I think – I see what you're saying. I do think that sometimes they do the bias uh, – well, obviously they do the bias towards the quarterback. It's, it's pretty much a quarterback award. Um, a running back will sneak in and win it every now and then, but it is pretty much a quarterback award. I hate that it's become that, and I also hate that, like – if you're a defensive player, you have no shot at yeah. that. There's been some really good defensive players that mm-hmm. controlled the game on their side and didn't even get consideration for it. And I think that's kind of lame. But oh well. Um, we not, a, I'm not we saying, I, yeah, I'm not saying I can throw any defensive we players. Need a Heisman out for the defense, right? I mean, there was some some Show dogs some out love. there. I mean, you know, pardon me if I may throw my bias in, but how was Roquan Smith not on that? Heisman list two or three years ago is beyond me. But anyways, sure. just saying. 
one of the best linebackers that ever graced the field of college football. Dang. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, no, nah, I Devonte Smith. I think Mac Jones. His statistics, I don't think, were good enough. See, I think here's what's gonna happen. I think they're gonna be in this argument of Kyle Trask and Mac Jones, and which one had the better year, and that's gonna lead Devonte Smith to kind of squeak in, take the number one spot. He had 1,500 yards, 17 touchdowns. That's a pretty solid season for a wide receiver. Um, I think that it, they're going to overcome this bias here, and I think it's mainly because, like I said, I think Mac Jones ended up really having not as impressive statistics as Kyle Trask, and I don't think they're going to give Kyle Trask to Heisman. May, the reason, And another reason is Heisman moments really matter. Like To yeah. them, they really got to go to this like one or two games like last year with Joe Burrow, his Heisman moment is when he kept control of that Alabama game and beat Alabama in yeah. Alabama. And for, that's when they knew, okay, we're giving it to this guy. This year, I think they knew they were giving it to Devontae Smith when they played Georgia. And Alabama and Georgia were going back and forth. It was a pretty close game. And in the second half, Devontae Smith comes out and catches this, like, it wasn't even – it wasn't a good throw by Matt Jones. I mean, it wasn't a bad throw, but it was like a five-yard slant. And he took it, like, 90-something yards to the house. There was that punt return. Too yeah, the punt return. Completely – he completely changed that Georgia game. And that was bigger than any win that Kyle Trask did. Kyle Trask did not really have – I can't really think of a Heisman moment for Kyle Trask because he kind of just relied on Kyle Pitts. And I'm blanking on their other playmaker's name. He's a wide receiver. Tony. But yeah, Tony, yeah. I don't remember his first name, but, yeah, something – I don't care about Florida, so. <laughs> Surprised you knew it was Tony. I don't know, some loser. Anyways, um, yeah, but that's what I think is going to happen. So that's what we got. We'll yeah, see next week. I would love to see that yeah. wide receiver get the uh, recognition. I would. He does, that's it. That is a crazy season for a wide receiver to have. So. Oh yeah. So uh, hope it's reflected in the actual voting. Yes. So Fingers we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens next week. We're not gonna do any points on that. That's just for fun. That's our. That's our fun little thing. But yeah. what we will do here is we have a, a something first time's ever happened on third and punt. First. And Hunter's getting his timer ready because he knows what's coming. We put up a poll every week, and we let you know who's going to be defending the the take. And we ask you guys who follow us on Instagram to tell Twitter. us an out or Tumblr. Twitter. Yeah, t- I don't. Oh, do we have a Tumblr? MySpace. We, have we a Tumblr. Yeah, that's right. We do have a MySpace. I had that up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we ask you to give us an outrageous take for one of us to defend. For the past three weeks, we've got nothing. Got nothing. We cry about it almost every day. And talk about it. And yeah. Hope about it. We go to the coffee shop and we, we just we fixate on why people aren't responding to us. Yeah, you should see Hunter right now has got a blanket wrapped around him. It's it's like a depression quilt. Like yeah. he's he's got it wrapped around him. It's he's. I guess you guys didn't see the hashtag. I put please listen, <laughs> desperate yeah. for views. So now we're desperate for responses to our polls. But somebody, we're not going to mention any names. We're not going to throw them out on air. Came through, <laughs> and he gave us a little something to d- our first Uh-oh. ever first response. Submitted. This is inaugural. And a fan has gotten involved in the show, folks. And Hunter, so we put Hunter's smiling face up on our story, and we said, what do you <laughs> want to see, Hunter? An outrageous take for him to defend. He's going to have two minutes on the clock. I've written it down on this whiteboard. I'm nervous. He has not seen it. We're, we're doing this thing where it's the week of. I'll look at it. Next week, he'll look at it. But So he's not seen it. He, just, he has no idea what's coming. He's going to have two minutes on the clock to defend this take. Are you ready, Hunter? All right. I got a minute to prepare, right? Yeah, yeah. You just can read it, get your thoughts. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, obviously read it out loud after you're ready to go. Just bet this is your take, and here we go. Are you ready? 
Yeah, flip, flip it. Flip All right, folks, you can't see it, but I'm flipping the board. Hunter's reading it. Hunter's reading it. Oh, <laughs> this is devastating. <laughs> Again, I think it was this one while he's oh. thinking about this, folks. I think this was definitely because Hunter oh, is no. doing it. <laughs> I think that the person <laughs> knew Hunter would not like to defend this. So, you, Hunter, you go whenever you're ready. Oh, I'm going to have to take Tell the folks your take. Bear with me. I'm going to take an extra breath to compose myself here. This is. I felt like I just got you know hit with a, a haymaker, but um, all right. I got my stopwatch pulled up. Uh, two minutes on the clock. I have to defend a pretty outrageous take. You hold it up for me one more time. So I'm gonna read it verbatim because this is not coming from my brain, y'all, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is. Yeah, but this is the take I, I this is the hill I must die upon tonight, and um, I'm ready for it. So let me let's press start ski on the clock ski. You know, I'm here to defend that Ohio State's going to destroy, and I have it underlined twice: destroy Clemson in the college football playoff. Tell me why, Hunter. Now, that would be a mix of a few things. Um, Clemson. We have not been getting off to. I don't know, I'm not gonna say we. Clemson yeah. in general, the team, the football squad, the football, <laughs> the football team from Clemson, South yes. Carolina. Yes, they uh, sometimes can get off to slow starts. Yeah, and um, if that were to happen, if they got off to a slow start, and Justin Fields and Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson got off, you know, have momentum is very important, and uh, Clemson's also really good at using momentum and flipping momentum and then using it against the you know to carry you know push the gas pedal down a little bit yeah. so um the, the key would be to uh get up get up a few points early they okay. did it last year yeah um when they were unable they must have put their let their foot off the gas a little bit I'm talking about ohio okay. state here so you know that that would be the key was to, is to keep the foot on the gas yeah chris olave is the key okay and garrett wilson um deep ball and making a lot of uh, let Justin Fields make adjustments because yeah. if you do run the hurry up offense, Brent Venables has a lot of variations. He likes to make a last a lot of last minute changes. Yeah, and if you catch him slipping and do a lot of hurry up run hurry up offense, you might can catch him off guard. And if you uh, if you make if you get him fatigued and catch him off guard and you make some plays, it might be a long night. And Trevor, his receivers, we gotta catch the ball if. Um, He's gonna make a lot of one one on one play or make put the ball up there for a lot of one on one plays. If we don't make those plays, then it could be a long night for the Tigers. And um, Justin Fields, he should be in the Heisman, so look for him to be hungry <laughs> yeah. and uh, throw five touchdowns and destroy the Tigers. Yes. 40, 40 to twenty eight. <laughs> oh wow! That's two minutes. God, that, that was, was that hurt? That hurt, didn't it? God, that had to hurt. Yeah, I that can see the. You can't see it, folks, but I can see the the tears and the pain. In his eyes as he was saying these things about his Tigers. I was, yeah. A lot of it was objective, but, uh, <laughs> man, I hope that does not happen. <laughs> but we, it, nevertheless, I thank you. I thank <laughs> you, fan. You made us go through some trauma, but it was our first ever. You know, you don't get better without over, right. overcoming some yes, adversity. So. Yeah, well, maybe they'll uh, stick it to me next week. We'll see. Yeah, maybe Daniel, Daniel's got to defend something outrageous next week. Um We'll we'll see if he can do any better than <laughs> than me here because that was yeah well that was tough I think I think I laid it out there for 
Ohio State to uh, Blueprint for them. So if, <laughs> you're if anybody, welcome. <laughs> yeah, if anybody can tune in from Ohio State, if they tune in third and pump before the game, Oof. we might be screwed. How sad would you be though if your game plan was the reason they lost? You know, well, you got to go in hiding. Me, that might hiding. give me a job in the sports industry. So. <laughs> Ohio State might hire. You know, you know, you never know. You might get a call to be South Carolina's head coach. That might take all Shane Beamer and go. No, nah, we don't want him. We want you. You know how to beat Clemson. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'm studied. So if yeah. we get, if we win that game, oh, that's all the only game they care about winning. So yeah. <laughs> if I win that game, you will be in South Carolina folklore forever. That was the outrageous take of the week. Yes, I thought you defended it well. Thank I thought you defended it well. It was a rough start. I had to get overcome some some early adversity, early mental hurdles. So you had to push back the tears and, and go for it. Well, folks, that uh, that leads us to our second segment. Um, we're gonna go through this pretty, pretty, pretty quickly because we're running out of we're running out of time. We want to get to this last segment. It's pretty fun for you guys. I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna be doing. But uh, this week's pretty important. Uh, a lot of the seeds are already locked up, so there'll just be a few teams really scrambling for that their last couple of seeding. But it is week 17 of the NFL. So what we're going to do again is just our lock of the week, our upset of the week, and then our against the spread. So, Hunter, this is uh, – obviously we have our New Year six bowls that we did. Mm-hmm. So far I'm 1-0 and o in those, and you're 0-1. But, of course, tomorrow will be the, the tall tale. Yeah. But, Hunter, you, you did better in the NFL, so see if you can keep that momentum. Who's your lock of the week? Lock of the week. Um, you know, last week I went with this team as my lock of the week. Yeah. To win, Miami yes. Dolphins. Yes. This week they got a really tough game with the Buffalo Bills coming up. Ooh. And uh, if Miami wins, they're in the playoffs, I believe. I think so, yeah. But um, Buffalo is red hot. Red, oh. red hot. Oh, no. So I'm going to lock in the Buffalo Bills to wow. win the game and, and slow the uh, – it's just going to be two out there. Fitzmagic can't come in there yep. and, and bail him out if he needs it. Uh, he's going to be forced to make some plays. I don't know if he's quite ready to do that. Buffalo's are really – they're a f- complete team. So, Okay. Uh, I got them winning 36-24. It might even be more of a blowout because Whoa. while Mi- while Miami's a really good squad, they're just too as inexperienced. And it's – it's Buffalo's going to – they're might they going to make a deep run at this thing, I believe. So. Wow. All right. That's my lock of the week, Buffalo over Miami. Okay. My lock of the week is uh, – and I didn't do this in spite. We got a comment on uh, one of our posts about they enjoyed the intro music, but there was a lot of disrespect towards one particular NFL squad. Oh, no. That was the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, yeah. To be fair, though, you picked them last week. I did. I have been a little disrespectful towards the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I've and you know I've thought about it this week. I had a lot of, you know, I had a come-to-Jesus meeting. I was like, maybe I shouldn't be this tough on the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, yeah, basically what I, anyways, Cleveland <laughs> beats the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's my lock of the week. Dang. Pittsburgh sitting Big Ben. That's mainly why I went with this one. Might be a little easy, but I went Cleveland. Cleveland's got to play to get in. They gotta win this game. Pittsburgh is sitting at we don't really care because they're gonna have the second or third seed, depending on what happens with Buffalo. And it doesn't really matter this year with the new playoff system because it used to be the fir- top two seeds had the bye. Now it's just the first seed has the bye and Kansas City's sitting pretty. Hate you that rhymed. That's why I write songs, folks. Um, <laughs> they're sitting pretty. They don't need anything to do. But Pittsburgh knows they're going to have to play in the first week of the playoffs, which is going to be bad for them. But anyways, Cleveland's my lock of the week. They're going to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers and get themselves into the playoffs. 
Wow. Yes, sir. Hunter, wow. what's your upset of the week? This team was has been real hot until I picked them. <laughs> oh no! As my, uh, are you going back to them? Yeah, I, I like to uh, you know incite revenge on teams that do me wrong. Yes, you know, I yes. picked them to uh, beat the Packers. Oh. I forgot how I play football. Oh no! You're going after them? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak it into existence and hope hopefully the universe. Works with me. Oh, I'm say, I know who you're. I know. I know. My boy going. Deshaun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been rocking and rolling right. quietly. He's got like if you don't. He's got a middle should, school team around him, and he's should check the rocking and rolling. Check the stats there. He's having a a quietly uh, incredible season in Houston with with not a lot of help. Let's be yeah. honest. Not not a lot. But um, he's mad, man. And I think four wins only on the season looks really bad. He's he's not a loser. He hates he hates every loss that uh, they get. So look for him to still be hungry to get a win, regardless if it means much. Um, they don't have a first round pick this way this year, anyways. So no, I I think that's a little incentive to you know get a, one at least one more win, maybe you know not lose as high of a draft pick, but or as, yeah. So I think um, Deshaun's gonna be the the catalyst to a. Close game and upset. Actually, that's my upset of the week. I'm gonna get the Texans beating the Titans because I think the Titans might be looking forward a little bit. They're not gonna be focused on the Texans. I think it's gonna be they're expecting a little easy of a game. Okay. But uh, my boy Sean's gonna have something to say about that. So look for the Texans to upset the Titans this week. You're welcome. All right. Well, I'm uh, kind of going in that same route. I, I'm doing this half out of spite. But also half out of there's a team out there, folks, that is red hot. Red hot. Maybe the hottest team in the NFL right now. That's right. They're on a two game winning streak. And now you're one you got I got you thinking a little bit. Who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? They're on a two game winning streak. And I predict them to make it a three game winning streak. That's right. The dream is alive. They may have lost the first <laughs> overall pick because they decided to win two games in a row. But the New oh York God. Jets are going to beat the New England Patriots in wow. week 17. And the era of Cam Newton is over in New England. Wow. Yep. Give that, me the red hot Jets. They beat the Rams. That's how they beat ends. the Browns last week. They're going to beat the Patriots this week. Three wins in a row. Yep. And they're still going to be the second. They're going to keep second, saying Darnold yeah. after, after all this? I don't know. I mean, that that's – I doubt it. But <laughs> we'll see. I mean, they're going to have the second pick. Uh, well, we're not going to spoil that. That's going to be a – we won't spoil that. We'll, that will be a little We will something. address that. We'll later. address that very soon. All right, and our last one is against the spread. I'm going to go ahead and throw this one out there because it's going to surprise a lot of folks. Yeah, I want to hear what you, have to get, what you have to say here. I saw a very, very, very high line, and when I see very high lines, I go, ooh, perks yeah. my interest a little bit, you know, because yeah. I go, hey, 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 that might be a little too high. Too high. But you know what? I saw it, and I said, spot on. Spot on, Vegas. The Baltimore Ravens currently have a 13, 13 line against wow. the Cincinnati Bengals, and I think they will match it and more. Give me the Baltimore Ravens and 13 points over the Cincinnati Bengals, and they're going to get in the playoffs. Why? Two words, Lamar Jackson. Ball game. There we go. That's all you need. That's all I got to say. He plays video games where other people, they try to play football, yep. but he's playing on he's a console next spin gen. Spin move, spin move, spin move. He got a PlayStation 5 already. 
He's PlayStation Seven. You know my uh, against the spread. I don't know uh, what Vegas was. They must be partying extra hard <laughs> for New <laughs> it Year's. New Year's yeah. It is New Year's Eve, right? Um, I don't know if <laughs> I'm reading this line correctly. I think. What is it? Who uh, who is it? <laughs> I'm scared now. I have no idea who wrote this line, but um, I'm gonna take full advantage to try to get a point back because um, it has the ch- the Chargers as a three and a half point favorite over the Chiefs. Oh uh, yeah, I think it's because they're sitting Patrick Mahomes and it sitting some other guys. Doesn't matter. Oh, the the Chargers are not a good squad. That's true. Um, so they're gonna be able to run. I mean, and the Chiefs are stacked. I don't care if they don't got a quarterback. <laughs> I was tempted to go with um, Pittsburgh to cover their nine point spread. That's a big spread over oh, Cleveland. Uh, Cle- yeah, Cleveland's got the nine points. But um, Big Ben, he's going to be more of a factor than I think Patrick Mahomes being out. Even though Patrick Mahomes is, you know, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. Um, but whoever they end up playing, Chiefs is going to still be. In. Even if it's Miko Hardman being number one receiver out there, hey, he'll have a hundred and fifty yards. And torch somebody. Hey, Miko sure. Harmon's a bad man. So, um, yeah, the Lions at the Chargers three and a half favorites. I want the I have the Chiefs winning outright this game. Wow. So, wow. Look for them to uh, not only cover but Chiefs to win outright. All right. Well, we will see. Uh, we'll see what happens. What happens there? We'll see. But uh, that leads us to we've got a three week segment coming towards you guys to end tonight. This will probably be the shortest one out of three. It's not going to take that long to pick these. But uh, three weeks. We, we're looking back at the 20 – the NFL season is coming to a close uh, after this week and then, you know, playoffs and stuff. So we have a pretty good idea of who who's the best of the best of the best in the league. So correct, what we've decided correct. to do is we've decided to open up our own two teams, our own two franchises in two, Pioneer, two different two cities. Squads. Yep. Hunter's the GM of one. I'm the GM of the other. And in the next three weeks, we are stealing from all the other teams in the NFL, and we're drafting. We're drafting our team up. We're getting them ready. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to do our draft picks right here on air today for you. We might not do it next week because there's going to be a lot more to pick. We might have that just pre-prepared for you. But this week... Here's what we're going to do. We're going down. We're introducing our teams. Yep. We're We're introducing our teams, our cities. And we're picking uh, our coaches. Our coaching staff. Yes. The dream coaching staff for 2021. These are 2020 coaches. Yes. uh, And players. But this this week is coaching staffs only. Right. Yep. Yep. And we're going to do a draft style. Um, Yes. We're going to flip a coin. Who uh, One of us is going to have first pick. We're going to go back and forth. um, Picking from current and active 2020 NFL head coaches and we're going to move them around. Um, you know, we're going to pick offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, even special teams coach. But these are all going to be from head coaches. So yeah, we're going to – they'll be moving around new new positions, but we think they can handle it. Yeah. So – And then and then obviously Hunter and I will have our respective salary haggles with these guys. But that's not for air. Yeah, we won't. That's, that's we'll, close door meetings. We won't meetings. bore you with all that. All right, Hunter. I'm going to give flip you – Flippy a flip. I've got the flip flipper. right here. I've got the flip right here. Flip it. All right, Who's Hunter. Calling it? I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give you the honors of calling it. All right. So I'm gonna hit this. We're gonna flip it. There's Kay. a tail. This is the oldest time. It's Ta- tails, tails never fails. You going tails? Go all right, tails. Hunter. Hunter's going tails. So if he gets it right, he'll get the first pick. 
It's up in the air. I get the choice, I think. Oh, it's tails. All right. So, yeah, do you want the first pick of the first round or the first pick of the second round, I guess? I will take the first overall pick. All right. Hunter with the first overall pick yeah. means I'll get two and picks in pick, a row, you know, right? Because we're in the serpentine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, who's your pick? So, um, oh, we're doing serpentine? You like? Okay, yeah. Sure. I, well, unless you, unless uh, you, what you want. Should we introduce the where where we're? Our yeah, yeah. Give, give give our, give our team name. Okay. Um, this city has a, a major sports team, um, a basketball team, but um, they're getting a little lonely out there, and the city is making some progressive moves. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's for our politics show next. <laughs> so tune in. The fan base is <laughs> could be growing. And it could have some interesting folks in it uh, soon if yes. it doesn't already. Um, we're going out to. I'm going my team, my GM. I'm, I'm pioneering a team, and we're opening up a, a squad out in Portland, Oregon. Okay, and what yeah. you call them? <laughs> um, team name in lieu of all the uh, progressivity that going yes. on there, and um, all their efforts in sus- sustained green living. We're gonna go with. Uh, <laughs> The Portland Potheads. Yes. Um, Please tell me your logo is just a marijuana leaf. That's what we were thinking. Yes. Um, if the NFL lets it fly, <laughs> then if Rogers a okay's it, yes. we're going to tell him it's a, a different, like a random leaf. Right. If he buys it, good. If not, we'll put some <laughs> arms on it and call it a mascot. <laughs> put some eyes on it, some arms. But uh, that's, the, yeah, the Portland, Oregon Potheads. And All right. And with the first pick. Green, green and something else is the green, color. Okay. All <laughs> green right. and dark green, maybe. All right. And with the first pick in the in the draft, who does the Portland who do the Portland Potheads take with their first pick? You know, you need a you need a, a captain of your ship here. So yeah. I'm scrolling through. I mean, there's some really interesting people you could go with, but there's you know, there's obviously some there's some obvious ones it feels like. You know, right now uh, I'm teetering. I, I would say this is an easy decision, but I'm looking at all these these really big names here. These nice, attractive names. I'm trying to trying to see who trying to think who you're gonna go with too. So I'm trying to play against you, play right. off what you're doing. But um, you know, I think I'm gonna go a little bit unorthodox here. Wow. I think conventional wisdom would go one way. Okay, but uh, this man has proved that if you go unconventional for a while, it might just you might just pave your own way. Whoa, who you got? Give me Andy Reid to be oh, my head coach. Oh, your first pick's Andy Reid. Okay, yeah, I want to be. I want Andy Reid to lead my ship. All right, he he's had some good success. He knows how to win, and yeah, I like his creativity. Okay, so give him. He's gonna be my head coach of the uh, Portland <laughs> Portland uh, Portland Pirates. He fit. I think he fits in more nicely than the than the first pick, who I think would have been the obvious one. Which take him then? Oh, you that, you'd board. like that, wouldn't you? I need a culture setter. That's what I need for my team. Because let me tell you something about my team. All right, we're in a city that doesn't get a lot of action. Doesn't get a lot of looks. Not a lot of looks for pro teams. Where Zero to be exact. Where are you at again? Oh, I'm telling you where I'm at. We're in the. We're in. 
God's city, <laughs> the greatest city on earth. Oh no, the most fantastic city. Let me tell you something. You walk in this city, and you already know you are in the presence of greatness. You walk down the streets. See, Hunter's shaking. I think Hunter thinks I'm going one direction, but he doesn't know what direction I'm going. You, you ready for this? You walk down the streets, and you see. You know what you see? You see history everywhere, history and greatness, and you smell that fresh, fresh. Sea air, yes, baby. Charleston, Charleston, South Carolina, putting a big old <laughs> stadium somewhere. I don't know. We'll put find it out in the ocean. <laughs> we'll find. It. Yeah, I might put it out in the ocean. Charleston, South Carolina. What's our team name? I'll tell you what it is. If you go to Charleston, there's one spot you seagulls. go to. Not seagulls. Uh, no, not seagulls. It's the battery, baby. You go down to that battery. There's things to be seen. Things okay. to be seen. There's a nice hotel down there. There's nice streets. Everything's down there. Some good food, but okay. that battery. You're looking at the Charleston Battery Boys battery with a boys. Z, with a Z. <laughs> Charleston Battery Boys. That is a nice tie-in with oh, your yeah. uh, pastime of throwing batteries. Okay, we don't do that. As a Georgia Bulldog fan. At, That's for a different, at, yeah. Uh, opposing yeah. fans. This so. is a different battery. <laughs> but anyways. That's prudent. That, that's a that's a cold take. Okay. Cold take. All right. Who's the who's the battery battery boys? Who now you, you yeah. would think I would pick Bill Belichick. I think that's what you were thinking yeah, I was gonna do. It. But that's not No. We no, we're building a culture here in okay. Charleston. A culture. And a culture of laid back looking to win football games and having fun doing it. Okay. Bill Belichick's gonna work our boys too hard. I think we don't do that at the battery. We kick our feet back and enjoy life. <laughs> so we need a man to set the tone, and we need a young man to set the tone. Yeah, there's a, a few young, young, young man. Young men. Young give men. me Cliff. Cliff. My first okay. pick. Wow. Cliff Kingsbury. Okay. For the Arizona Cardinals. That's right. He's officially the head coach of wow. the Charleston Battery Boys. The Charleston Battery Boys. But if I'm not mistaken, if we're doing our, uh, or should we just keep flipping a coin? Seems to be a fair way to do it. Just flip a coin every time. Or um, do serpentine. I believe it should go back to me, right? Or you just, you, you just keep the first pick? Style, okay, right. yeah, yeah, keep the first pick. That's fine. Because I already got my eye on who I want, and you won't pick him. Yeah, okay. You ain't got it in you to pick him. There's enough to go around. You oh, got, yeah. You got your... Okay. What you take? So I got a head coach that's, that's narrating my sh- the ship here. Right. So now I'm going to... I think I'm going to key in... I got to go offense or defense, really. Yeah. Or special teams if you wanted to. You know, that would be Special teams wins games. That would be interesting. But, um, yeah, okay. So, I'm going to get an offensive guru here. Okay. Your guy, Cliff. Yeah. He's, he was in the running. I wanted him. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. He's a he's a brilliant offensive mind. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, But I'm also, you know, I'm going to go Adam Gase. No, sorry. <laughs> he's he might not be on, a coach for much longer. Crack, so. We're not gonna do that. Can't All afford right. his to, you know, support his drug addiction or his buyout that you're gonna have to do or a buyout, right? So, um, man, it's I'm going, I'm teetering between two two great men for my offensive coordinator. Okay, who you got? Um, I'm teetering right now. Oh, I don't shouldn't give you any ideas to run an offense. You know, hey, I got my man. I got uh, my eyes I think on my man. Yeah, this this is a guy who, I think he's more creative. Okay. So I, I want that creativity, and in, in the playmaking, and I'm gonna let him call the plays. 
Ooh. He's going to be the offensive coordinator for Portland. Ooh. Uh, introducing our offensive coordinator, Sean McVay. Hey, that's a good pick. That's a solid pick. But you Thanks. know who I want? Yeah, who, who you got? I want the quarterback whisperer. Oh. I want the man That's that, always good. That man that whispers. The man that, that finds a um, way to score even when his man's not there. Who's that? I'm going. Classic offensive mind. Sean Payton. Oh, that's a good one. Sean Payton of the New one. Orleans Saints. Two Sean's in a row. Two Sean's in a row. That's a dangerous uh, round. We're keeping it keeping it young. We're keeping it energized. We're keeping it offensive-minded because don't let them fool you, folks. Defense don't win championships anymore. This is a new era. Is he? So, yeah, okay. He's the offensive coordinator. He's my offensive coordinator. Yes, sir. All right. It's back to you, Hunter. All right. Third round. I uh, could go defensive special teams here, special really. Special teams is important. They are. Um, and just because – actually, just to show you how important they are. Yes. We ha- we got a lot of defensive-minded guys left, so I'm going to go special teams. I'm going to nab my special teams guy, I think. Okay. Here, right here in the third. All round. right. Let me, but let me just peruse the board here. All right. Um, make sure I'm doing the right thing here. Um, a lot of cool names to pick here, choose from. You know, I want somebody for special teams. You got to be creative, right? I don't want just the run a mill call, fair catch, and stuff like that. I need somebody that's going to make a difference Yeesh. in the special teams, and that's hard to do. But it's a task that this man is going to be up for. Um, some might even put him as a defensive coordinator, but yeah, I think if you if you let this man just take over special teams, he could come out with. Some crazy ideas, and he'd bend the rules for you in the right ways. Oh so no! Now I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> I knew who I'm gonna <laughs> he said bend the rules. I'm going to. I'm going to call on him. He's a little old. He's not going to have to do anything for the culture. Okay. Bill Belichick. All right. Give me uh, the goat. Wait, well, he, it's know. actually yeah. This year is kind of looking like the goat might have been somebody yeah, else in New England. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But anyway, let this man. If you gave him, if you just told him just to be a special teams coach, you imagine the crazy punt formations or kickoff <laughs> yeah. formations. Is that what you're you doing know? with this man? You're yeah, putting he, Bill Belichick as your special. He's team? my special teams coach. Wow. There's yeah. gonna be dissension in that locker room. Portland's not got it. No. Of course, they have a certain substance that's going to really mellow everybody out. <laughs> so maybe he'll be okay with his. And position. we're not testing for it, buddy. <laughs> All right. Who, All right. Are you going defense coordinator? I I am going to go defense coordinator, and I'm going to go. It's a lot of good. I mean, you can't go wrong. There's, can't go wrong with a lot of these. But guys I know here. I couldn't go wrong either. So if you take my guy, I got somebody in line. You know, I was thinking about before you picked him. I was actually thinking about picking him before picking Sean Payton. But then I, the more I think about it. And maybe this will be a topic for us to discuss at a later date. But I'm just going to go ahead and do a flyby of it. I think this season has proven one thing. Tom Brady was the reason New England was successful. There you go. That's been an argument for a long time. Was it Tom Brady or was it Bill Belichick or was it both? Now, I'm not saying Bill Belichick's not a good coach. Don't get me wrong. He is a fantastic coach. Let's not act like he's not. But... And to be fair to him, New England did not have a lot of good football players <laughs> this year. Um, but I think it's pretty clear who who was the reason, and it was Tom Brady. And you can also look at the seasons that Tom Brady, the few and far between that he got hurt and what happened to the Patriots when he got hurt. They were not a good football team. Tom Brady ran that ship. And that's why I wouldn't go with Bill Belichick as my first or second pick. But I will go with a man who's got 
some Super Bowl rings himself. Okay. Who's that? And I'm going to put him at my defense coordinator position mainly because he's got the best defense in football this year. And it's not going to matter. Sorry to whisper that. Because I've been accused of hating on this team, but it's not going to matter. Folks. Okay, this is a good pick. I'm going Mike Tomlin. There you go. That's my defensive coordinator. That's a good pick. He's, gonna, he's really going to put us in this position to shine. I was definitely thinking about him, but, you know, like I said, if if one guy got taken, I was going to be happy with um, the other. So. All right, so you got your last pick to fill in your defensive coordinator position. All right. Yeah, going defense wins championships, but you can also get a value when, when the situation – present itself so yeah if you guys i can since you already have your defensive guy i can speak out loud here a little yes bit. talk uh, it out i was always eyeing my man brian flores you know the little youth i need yeah. some more youth in the room i yes. kind of got two geezers with <laughs> andy reed and billy bill yeah a little um, old. but i sean mcveigh's young and i could use a the youth in the room i might go blind brian flores um but then on the other hand there's you know ron rivera Ooh, you know, he, he's a stalwart, but yeah, you know, I don't know. He he is the man, but too much too much old old <laughs> vibe too much going, old. You know, yeah, I, I think the Brian Flores is going to be just the amount of youth, okay, and uh, culture. He brought a culture to Miami, and you know they had I think they won five games last year, five and ten, five and eleven, and they're. 10 and 5 this year so he knows how to flip some people around okay all right uh, some teams around <laughs> not some people but uh um look for brian flores to make a difference on my squad as the defensive coordinator i like that pick and i'm gonna be a little unconventional with my thing just so i can do something for you folks <coughs> oh my god I'm gonna tell you something. It's gonna blow my mind, folks. Oh. <laughs> it's gonna blow. I'll tell you what, man. This I, stuff's gonna blow my mind. I man. was thinking of him. I'm looking at these guys on the board. Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> these guys have not won Super Bowls, all right, man. But I'll tell you somebody who has. Me, man. I've won a Super Bowl. <laughs> Give me John Gruden, man. Special teams, coach. special teams, man. We're he, gonna be he came in second. We're gonna be running. Sp- <laughs> we're gonna be running spider two. Why banana, wide banana man? With all pun- over with, you. <laughs> with the punter as a with our punter, man. It's gonna blow your mind, man. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, man. John, it's nice to, do, to talk to you, buddy. <laughs> we used to do quarterback camp, man. We're start doing punter camp now. It's gonna <laughs> blow your mind, man. <laughs> yes, John Gruden. John, Gruden. take a John Gruden. As a special teams coach. Cr- uh, and, coach. folks, you got to hear my C-minus impression of John Gruden. Let's hear it in the – I want to hear some – ch- well, we don't have a chat, but in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> what, we all, what y'all thought of Daniel's uh, Gruden impression? I think it was – I give it a, a B plus. I'll tell you what, man. I've heard some worse ones. I'll tell you that, man. <laughs> I've, heard, I've, heard some, I've heard some really bad ones, man. Oh, yeah. I have as well from somebody blood-related to me. <laughs> They what he 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 sounded more like Macho Man Randy Savage man. <laughs> Stuff was not blowing my mind. It was Bl- blowing my mind how bad it was though. I tell you that man. But yeah, that's uh that that does it. That tears it. You know. That did it. We've got our uh, we've got our teams. That's we've our got draft. With the Charleston Battery Boys, have their coaching staff of, of Cliff, Sean Payton, Mike Tomlin, and John Gruden. Man, you guys are gonna be coming up with some unique plays. <laughs> We're gonna be all over that the place. coaching staff. All over and, the place. Um, that 
that uh, brings us to the Portland, Oregon Potheads, um, helmed by uh, none other than Andy Reid himself. Yes. The reigning king of the NFL with Patrick Mahomes um, and all his playmaking prowess. And he's a good drafter. He he saw the gym and Patrick Mahomes. He drafted up. He moved up 17 spots to get him when nobody else really – when all these people were disrespecting that position. Mm, that's true. But um, – he won't. He won't make. We'll just make him do. He's big picture stuff. Okay. Should put. I could have put Dabo because. But you know he's not active. You gonna say uh, who's who? Dabo. Cause, oh, you know, Dabo. I always want Dabo as the head coach. But yeah. I went with Andy Reid, and then uh, yeah, Sean McVay is calling the plays, drawing them up. He just has to worry about scoring. You know, defense. Yeah. We got uh We got Brian Flores on that. All the right. young gun, hungry. Yes. And I've uh, I've linked him back with his his boy Bill Belichick, my yeah. special teams coach. Yes. So he's also. I think it's funny that our special team coaches are probably like two of the <laughs> most famous coaches yeah. in NFL history. It's it's fitting. Um, Bill, once he just gets you know the reins on the special teams plays mm-hmm. the playbook, it's gonna revolutionize that that part of sports. So I tell you what, man, you put me against Bill Belichick, man, and a punt off, I'm gonna blow your mind, man. But like Daniel mentioned, this this is going to be an ongoing series. Um, we're going to eventually pick players, right? Yeah. yeah. Next week we're going to pick offense. We might uh, do it off air and then just reveal what we got because it right. will it will take us probably longer because <laughs> yeah. we're going to pick uh, positions. And then the next week, in two weeks, we'll pick our defense, and then we're going to put our rosters up on Instagram and Twitter and let you guys decide. And we might even. I was thinking this might be a fun idea. We might put them on Madden rosters and let me and Hunter a simulation simulate it. Uh oh, and let you know what happens. There you go. Uh, that's fun. That. I like run that. Run we'll run have to do that. An extra point to be earned, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that concludes episode four. four. We made it four weeks, folks. You've made it. We w- couldn't do it without you. Couldn't do it without you. We thank you for joining us on this journey. And yeah. So, and, uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Stay with us. Stay with us. Stay with us. So uh, the sweet tunes of an up-and-coming artist let us in, and the sweet tunes are going to lead us out once more. Take us away, Daniel. Thank you guys for listening. I'm about to take you away. This is third and punt. We'll see you next week, folks.